Hello and welcome to the Our Community Listens podcast. My name is Adam Solgit and with me today is Sarah Weisbarth, Leader of Alumni Engagement and Kathy Fuse-Hobham, President of Space Incorporated. In a prior podcast, we talked a little bit about change. In that podcast, we spoke mainly on personal change and the steps that someone goes through to accept that change. Today, we're gonna speak a little bit more about organizational change. And so Sarah, I'm gonna give it over to you to get started with Kathy, and we'll head down this path learning more about organizational change, including what's been happening here at Space Incorporated. Thanks, Adam. Um, Kathy, I just want to thank you for your time today. Could you help our listeners um, get an idea of like what's your role, what's your what's your position, and um, what you've been seeing with the our community listen skills within your organization? Sure, sure. Thank you. First of all, thank you for having me on here. I I am a big fan of our community listens, and I'm glad you're giving me an opportunity to share that with your listeners. We started. Uh, pursuing the idea of improving communication probably one or two years ago. Our company, uh, Space Incorporated, is an office furniture dealership and interior design firm. And we have people located in Midland, Michigan, but we also have people located on the East Coast. So we're, we're spread out, and we've seen over the course of the last 20 years as we've grown and we've diversified, Uh, Communication was always an issue um, that we struggled with. In 2017, we applied for an award called the Best and Brightest Companies to Work for in the Nation, and we were granted it. Uh, But part of the process of that uh, experience was to have a survey done on what were the best things about your business and what were the things that we really needed to improve. And one of the areas that we found, which just confirmed what we already knew was the fact that our communication within the company um, wasn't exactly where we wanted it to be. So, you know, that's, we want to be a great place to work. That's, that's important. We looked around and I think I happened to go to an event. I want to say it was at the Stevens Family Business Center and they uh, showcased OCL and I believe you spoke at it. And there were some recommendations by business leaders that I was very, very impressed with. So I personally signed up for OCL training before I engaged the rest of the team. And I went to a a three-day event in Grand Rapids. And uh, when I got there, the first thing I, I noticed was how closely the core values of the of your organization and the core values that we aspire to were were aligned and I think that's you know when you find something like that and it works with your culture that is a number one huge um, positive and when I heard the phrase everyone is someone's precious child that resonated with me and I wanted to make sure that we had something that would allow us to treat everyone like they were someone's precious child. So in March of last year, uh, as a corporation, I made the decision to uh, bring our entire team to OCL training to not only improve the communication and become a better place to live, but also to really support our core values and to bring 
uh, to use your term, grace to our company, or more grace to our company, because we did have some. And it's been a wonderful experience for us. So highly recommended. And that's kind of the beginning of our of our journey. I've had the privilege, Kathy, to um, to track with your team and track with your organization from that first three-day class and then following up with the continuous learning sessions. And I can see the alignment of the values. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been a privilege for me personally, but I also think organizationally to come alongside a corporation that says we want to continue to grow. We want to continue to improve. And recognizing that first, we have to do that with our people. Mm-hmm. Um, we, can, we can look at the numbers and we can work on the bottom line. We can improve our service lines. But it sounds like you really embrace what we feel as well is that everybody matters. And that if we're working connect- and connecting with our people, that's how the corporation is going to grow. I think that's the only way a corporation grows. A, a corporation is is a group of people aligned to a specific vision, moving in a single direction. And if you don't have the ability to communicate at a really, really high level, Mm -hmm. it's impossible for a business really to succeed. What are some of the skills, just the the core skills that our community listens um, brings to its participants that you're seeing happen within your organization? We've been seeing a, a couple of major changes in the way we communicate uh, within the group. And to use uh, a phrase that you use all the time, we've, you've been really helping us navigate with grace. And I think the, the concept of grace not only allows everyone to look at each other with um, fresh eyes, mm-hmm. But it, it allows us to communicate more clearly and more openly. And that's been a huge thing, especially now as we're going through a period of time where we are doing a lot of change and there is a lot of fear. So being able to incorporate the element of grace has helped our team navigate that better. I, um, I just really touched by that. And... It sounds like it's almost coming to that point of learning how to accept one another, Um, learning to accept that other people are going to have a different viewpoint, other people are going to have a different way of approaching an issue, and um, if you can live with that um, assuming positive intent, um, that grace, I know one of your colleagues always reminds us in our continuous learning sessions, like, guys, we have to assume positive intent. Um, that it gives you that space to listen and start to understand and accept one another. Right. Well, it gives you the opportunity to listen, but also OCL gives you the tools. Tell me more about that. What kind of tools do you see helping you through this current change management that you're going through as an organization? Yes. Well, part of the um, three-day seminar involves uh, the DISC profiling and provides each member of the organization with a detailed document about their personalities and and allows you to share that information. Not that you didn't know it, because doggone it, those things are really really quite accurate. (laughs) Thank you very much. I speak as a high D, which sometimes I don't like to look at those little answers, but that's okay. It gives the opportunity for the person conveying the message to understand this is who I am, Mm -hmm. this is how I speak, 
and this is how I understand you need me to speak. Mm -hmm. And when you understand those two sides of the equation, it's very powerful. And we've found a lot of change in the way we've communicated and really dealt with some conflict here. So just understanding each other's dis tendencies and really style flexing to that. That's really what you're talking about there, there is understanding that if I approach maybe you a little differently knowing your D tendencies, that it's going to help us understand one another better. Absolutely. And that's when we say that we've added grace, I think that is yeah. one of the areas that is very, very visible. So this is even just, this is individual change, right? Sounds like individually your team is saying, okay, what do I need? How do I meet the needs of others in communication? Um, but also just changing how you communicate. This doesn't even touch on yet having significant organizational change happen. It's really just a change internally of, of really just building on your current culture. It does, but it allows that major change to happen within the organization because it, it does a couple things. Mm -hmm. First of all, it there's more clarity. Mm -hmm. There's more understanding of this is actually what I meant. And uh, having the communication, this is what I said and this is what I heard, mm -hmm. uh, bringing those two things together. It also helps navigate um, anytime when you're getting into big change. There's a fear element. Yeah. And not to be able to communicate that or not wanting to or feeling embarrassed or any type of situation where you don't feel comfortable discussing how that makes you feel, mm -hmm. that impacts organizational change. And it doesn't move as smoothly as it possibly could. Mm -hmm. And it certainly doesn't move as quickly as um, it can. And without the amount of angst you know mm -hmm. why create extra angst when you don't need to if you have these tools that you get from OCL yeah um, in our last podcast when we were talking about change Adam and I really talked through the process of change and um, that angst that is that is usually the first reaction that people have when some sort of change has been communicated, mm -hmm. something's going to happen. And that could be an individual change, that could be an organizational change, that could just be this awareness that change is always constant. People have some sort of emotional reaction to that. And it sounds like you guys have been able to use that grace, as you say, to almost um, calm that angst and that anxiety. Well, we absolutely, that's been a, a major um, positive for the for the entire you know, process of change. But I will say from a personal standpoint, it, change isn't something that necessarily uh, causes me angst. Mm -hmm. a matter of fact, I tend to embrace change. That's who I am, that's what I like, and the more the better, and the faster the better. Unfortunately, it's not the way the rest of my team mm -hmm. needs to listen to our change message, how they need to adapt to the change message, and how quickly they can really assimilate what we're what I'm trying to communicate. And so I think personally, and I, I think you and I've had this conversation, mm -hmm. personally, it's been a huge learning experience for me because it's slow down, let's be a little bit more clear, let's understand um, there is fear yeah. here. And let's, you know, 
everyone is someone's precious child. Let's deal with this in that with that framework in mind. So uh, it's been a personal learning experience for me. Go ahead, Adam. Kathy, you touched on something there that I talked about in the last podcast was the ability to process change and the differences between people. I myself process change pretty quick, and my wife, on the other hand, needs that space to process change. So it sounds like in your organization you are really focusing on taking into account those who need a little more time process that change absolutely and and understanding that that's okay you know that is perfectly okay um the company should should flex as style flex as a as an organization to help everyone you know accept change and be as comfortable as they can be with change it changes constant. So unfortunately, we're going to have to deal with it. And we're always going to have to deal with it. And as a small business owner, and as a small business, our number one goal is to, you know, be sustainable for our team and make sure our team is well taken care of for this year and for the next 50 years. To do that, we've got to change. And uh, helping us do that, OCL has been really helpful in, in us making this. Adam, uh, I don't know, I'd say about a month ago, um, Kathy and I had the opportunity to sit together with their entire team in this room and walk through this concept of, well, wow, this major change is happening in their organization. And I think Kathy would agree with me. There was a lot of angst in the room. Um, It was probably one of the more stressful, continuous learning sessions that I've navigated with a a group of people that are from the same organization just because of all of that emotion that we talked Mm -hmm. about in our last podcast that comes with change. And Kathy, to listen to you just recognize personally, like, hey, I like change. Change is great. Like, let's go. Like, spoken like a true D. I just have to tell you, like, spoken like a true D. But I love your ability to shift and be like, even though that's how I feel about change, mm-hmm. that isn't how everyone else is feeling about change. Mm-hmm. And I think we um, really highlighted at that last session where I said, you know, leadership is probably ready to act. Like, they've thought through this change. But the team is in that anxiety. Right. Where do you feel like your team is now? It's been almost two months from that last session. It has. Um, and thank you. First of all, thank you uh, for coming in. Uh, I don't know if everybody does this, but as, a, but as an organization, we engage OCL on a quarterly basis. And I will say that's one of the best things uh, I would highly recommend if anybody's listening to this and wants to getting not only do the three-day class, but also have continuous learning because this isn't something that you can do with your team overnight. This is, this is a cultural change. This is a different way of thinking. This is, this is something that you have to invest time, energy, and effort into to make it, to make it work. So, um, but I think over the last two months, there has been a reduction in angst. I think there's still a little fear, Mm -hmm. but we've tried to do a couple different uh, learning sessions and listening sessions so that that to help, you know, take us through that. Mm -hmm. And then also, uh, and, you know, I'll credit OCL for teaching us this, but it's not really an OCL principle, but we've been very careful knowing that we have so many S personalities to over document Mm. what's going to happen. 
and this is what's going to happen next, and this is what's going to happen next. We never would have done that. Um, so, you know, huge, and kudos yeah. to you guys. Wow. So you're just even, like, creating that stability that those S tendencies really then feel supported in the process of change. Mm-hmm. Stability is, is something that is... Um, something we think about because we do have, and I didn't realize this until we went through the program, Mm -hmm. how many people with S tendencies that we actually have in our organization. So as a percentage, there's there's a major majority of people with that tendency and not to understand that or not to even acknowledge, uh, that probably was three quarters of our communication issues prior to coming into OCL. But now that we have a, a platform and a, and a common language, mm-hmm. that helps um, to really help us say, okay, you know, this is how people need to hear this information. This is what we need to do and to be purposeful about how we're uh, moving forward. Wow. That's incredible. I love, too, that you're doing those listening sessions. That was actually one of the things that we talked about during mm-hmm. our last session is people just want to be heard. Yep. And so it sounds like you took that information and said, okay, let's create an environment where we're just going to start to listen. Right, right. Well, I don't think you – this for us, this is an investment. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something for our entire staff. This is something that is, isn't a one and done. Um, this is something we're trying to build on. And, and so to do that, you, you know, we want to be really focused and really purposeful about what we're trying to do. <laughs> So, so far I've heard looking at the DISC tendencies, we've heard using the listening skills, just fundamentally, you know, it's our community listens. I hope that's one of the key things that people take out of class. Um, Really just understanding um, how people maybe are reacting to change and adjusting accordingly. Is there anything else? Oh, there's so many things. Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, there is. There is. I had to do a little survey with my team just to make sure I, I pulled couple three people into my office and say okay what did you know what was your biggest takeaway what was the OCL takeaway and I will tell you to a person everyone's had a had a takeaway so yay kudos it is it's wonderful um couple things first of all uh one of the gals mentioned and this works personally and professionally so uh with her son which Mm -hmm. always makes me happy because anytime business positively impacts home life it's like yay yeah good for good for that um her phrasing to her son she mentioned that instead of writing instead of asking her son will you help me she rephrases the question and she just says please will you help me she says it's found a major difference just by doing a little tiny tweak with rephrasing and you know, flexing her style just a little bit to meet her sons. So that was that was exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, after our three-day offsite, one of the gentlemen who works for me came in and said, "I want to thank you. I want to thank you for letting allowing us to go over to um, the training." He said, "My uh, wife and I haven't been getting along for the last mm-hmm. few months." He said, and usually when we get in a fight, we don't speak to each other for three or four days. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of tension. It's hard on our kids. And, you know, that's, that's been kind of our pattern. 
He said, after I went to OCL training, I went home and we were, we had a fight and I thought, you know what, I'm going to have a conversation. And he said he stayed up with his wife for four or five hours and their marriage has never been better. So thank you. It wasn't that lovely. Thank you, OCL. Wow. Those stories always, they just make my heart sing. Um, Because I feel like we understand the skills on a very rational level. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think they're almost easier to apply in a professional setting because it's like this training we've gone through and you can logically just start to apply the skills. But when you start to truly integrate them into every aspect of your life, for one, that's when you're motivated to change because you see the impact. Right. And you're improving not only your work environment, but that's impacting home. And sure. we see that over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Mm. Makes business life better, too. You know, I mean, it's it's at home. It's with your friends. It's, you know, communication is, is how we bond, how we build relationships. And having good skills yeah. makes a difference. So it sounds like you can almost see how if stress is reduced at work because we're communicating better, that impacts home. But also if we're doing better in our personal relationships, that also impacts work. Oh, always, always. There's, it's, it's a continuous loop, you know. There's not an either or when it comes to, you know, issues. If you have an issue at work, you know, it, it does. It simply impacts. So reducing the, the amount of um, concern at work mm-hmm allows our team to, you know, go home and focus on their family, which is exactly what we want. You know, again, we're going to, we want to be the best and brightest in the nation. Thank you very much. You know, we got a goal here. We're business. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, but in, in reaching that business goal, it takes it back to that everyone is someone's precious child. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kathy, tell me a little bit about how the skills have helped you with your feedback style. I know that you work with a lot of designers, whether they may be graphic designers or interior design or both. Tell me how the skills have changed how you choose to communicate your feedback to them, knowing that maybe they're a little more connected to that piece of work than you maybe had realized in the past. Absolutely. Yes. It's a, uh, honestly, I, I, Probably the best thing we got out of OCL was my needs to improve. Do you know what I mean? And I don't don't take that negatively. It's like, oh, darn, I should have done that a year ago. A couple things from a feedback standpoint. And as a matter of fact, I'm doing performance reviews right now with the team, which is a formal setting and, again, causes a little angst because Mm -hmm. you're you're sitting down. Um, One of the things I did was I went, and before I f- framed my message t- to each person, I went back and I reread all of their disc profiles. So understanding that being communicated with in a, in a certain matter was important, mm-hmm. um, slowing down, um, using cl- words for clarity, asking for understanding, um, providing feedback in that Using that criteria has been really helpful. Now, I practiced it from the time we took the class until now, so it's, it's coming along. But to be able to review and see exactly, okay, you know, I've got three or four high Cs 
in my, you know, in my group. I need to provide them during a performance review or doing any kind of review or conversation as much detail as I possibly can. I don't need that much detail. But understanding that, I was able to prepare for that. So I, where I would have in the past probably said something to the effect of, you're doing a great job. I love the fact that you are, you know, um, calling three businesses a week to get, to get new business. And consider that a perfectly fine answer. Happy right. with it. Good for me. A+. Right. plus. <laughs> now, I would reframe that. So I would say, uh, from a detail standpoint, I'm really impressed with the fact that you have been able to do a contact. You've called uh, 15 people on your contact list, and you've done it three days in a row. And from that, then I've seen this, and this is excellent. And then I've seen this. This is probably a needs to improve. So how can we work on that? And then I've seen this. So instead of throwing a single answer out as fast as I can, which for me is more than enough information, I've been able to divide the message up, get as detailed and as clear as I possibly can, and then present it in that way. So. Um, to, your, to answer your question, the way I provide feedback is customized. So Kathy, having had the opportunity uh, just to spend some time with your organization, um, I have a sneak peek in knowing that not only have you worked on just how you change the way you guys communicate, which you've just highlighted beautifully, you're also going through a major change currently, but from a long-term standpoint, you have a sustainability plan as it relates to leadership and how eventually leadership will transition. Can you speak more about how you see that happening and how the our community listens skills is supporting that? Yes, I can. I, I really think that uh, the skill set learned in our community listens are probably the most critical to leadership development. Um, as you know, I have uh, what we call our Gen 2 leaders. So this is the next generation. This is the succession plan. And, and we have two people who will step up and run the company when I'm not here. In order for them to lead, understanding how to communicate, messaging better, listening better, those are critical, critical skill sets. Unfortunately, I'm not sure that all small business owners or all corporate leaders truly understand how impactful uh, an event or a, a training like OCL can be to their organizations. This, this is something that will help our business be sustainable in the long run. It will help us get the talent that we need it helps us keep the talent that we want. It makes coming to work a better, a better event. You know, we, every single day makes, makes it better. So why not do that? Why not be that kind of company and, you know, win, win, win? It's like it's not like it's a one and done. It's not like Kathy believes in this, so we're going to mm -hmm. do it. It's instilling this in that Gen 2 leadership right. so that someday when you step away, you have a confidence that the leadership will continue 
this culture, the culture you already brought to OCL, but the culture we're also helping you build with these listening skills. Yes, you're, yes, absolutely. That is, you know, a, a shared core value between mm-hmm. uh, your organization and ours, a shared vision of where we want to take the company uh, with your help, yeah. and a platform that allows us to do that. Yeah. It's amazing. That's great. It's very encouraging. And um, I'm sure feels very supportive for your entire team, knowing that someday when you step away from leadership, that the new leadership embraces this as well. I think so. And because I think the the company is really moving, moving in this direction. And for us, this is an investment. It's an investment in every single person in our organization, and it's an investment in the future. So absolutely great for our Gen 2 leaders and great for the entire company. Kathy, uh, the Our Community Lesson Skills have made a big impact in your business as you've illustrated to us. What about your personal life? Anything, any stories or any comments you can make on how this has changed the way you communicate with uh, your husband or your family or friends? Absolutely. Well, my my son is one a member of our Gen 2 leadership team, so he gets to have me practice inside and outside the office, so <laughs> good for him. Uh, my husband's happier. My husband, my husband needs a lot of detail, and my husband likes to have a conversation likes to have lengthy conversations. As a, again, as a high D, I like short, quick conversations. And since I've taken the class, I have been much more cognizant in, uh, around that need. The idea to sit down, to relax, to really listen, and have and allow him the opportunity to share at the speed and the amount that he needs to share at. So yes, it's been, it's been a good thing. Kathy, in our conversation today, we've picked up on a lot of things, but I'm going to ask you to maybe narrow it down to three. We normally like to have a few, you know, one, two or three key takeaways for our listeners. So what do you got in mind? Okay. So I guess my biggest key takeaway was that from an investment standpoint, I think the return on this investment is incredible. It might not be in actual dollars and cents, but based on the results that I've seen, it certainly, at the end of the day, has impacted our bottom line. So that would be my number one. Uh, two, I would highly recommend uh, that people look at OCL not as a single event, but as a way of life. And the investment probably doesn't stop after you send your team to the three-day teaching, I, I've been especially pleased with our quarterly meetings and allowing us the opportunity to grow and keep developing the skill set. Again, and I think I mentioned this before, this is an investment for us, not a one and done. And in order to get absolutely everything out of that investment, it's, it's continuous and it's lifelong learning. Finally, I would say that uh, it has helped me and it will help other business leaders uh, personally and professionally. So there are things as a leader that you need to understand 
about yourself and there's there's certainly a lot of areas of needs to improve this is what I do well but this is these are areas that I need to improve and if you are having a lot of issues around communication within your organization it certainly helps to take a look at it first as a leader and figure out how maybe you can make changes in your behavior and attitude and et cetera, et cetera, to uh, make work life better for your team. Because I know that for most of us in the small business arena, that's really what we want to do. We want to have a great place to work. We want to inspire great people. And in order to do that, we have to take a look inside ourselves. And this is something that helps us do that. Kathy, thank you for sharing so much of yourself with us today and sharing it with our listeners. Um, Many of your comments today and just your general presence and um, going back to that grace um, really came through in our conversation today. And I'm really hoping that inspires our listeners to um, take a look at their own personal growth and change and recognize um, that change is happening all around us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. If you have any suggestions about subjects for our podcast, feel free to reach out through our Facebook page. And if you're interested in taking a class, visit ourcommunitylessons.org. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. And don't forget, each word, each action, each silent moment of listening sends a message. Therefore, you are the message.